0: Our message today is on the power of our words and then in practical terms how it is that we can learn to not take offense when someone sins against us through their words or actions. And so I'd like to begin from a proverb starting in Proverbs 4, starting with verse 18. The path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn shining ever brighter till the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to a whole man's body. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Put away perversity from your mouth. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Make level paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm. Do not swerve to the right or the left and keep your foot from evil. In Proverbs twelve eighteen, the tongue of the wise promotes health. Proverbs 15, 1, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And this is one of my favorite Proverbs, 1728. Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. And the reason that I'm teaching on this today is that I had an opportunity to practice this just in the last week. And I had an opportunity to take offense to something that was written to me, and it was intended as a criticism. So when I first got the email, I immediately bristled and felt defensive. And that's pretty much telling me that there's still some flesh in me that still needs to die. (laughs) So I look at it now as an opportunity. This is a teaching moment from the Lord. And so first of all, the first thing I've learned that's critical is that I don't react So when someone says something or writes something that is intended as a criticism, or that's the way I receive it, I've learned to shut my mouth and to get quiet and to not react in the moment. And that's the first lesson that I've learned that's really helped so much. And then I just begin to pray. And I pray that the Lord would help me to be able to respond. Notice that word choice, the difference between responding and reacting. And so I think the old me was very quick to react in the moment. And what I've learned through lots of experience and opportunities that the Lord has sent my way is to learn how to respond, right? Because as a believer, we want to make sure that we take no offense and we don't give anyone an opportunity to speak evil about us, right? There's a scripture that says, as much as it depends on you, that we are to live at peace with everyone. And so I think a lot of times people will actually try to get us to react. And so it's a real test of our discipline and our faith to stifle that, that part of the flesh from rising up and instead walk in according to the Spirit. So let's talk about some practical ways that we can do that. As I mentioned... The first one that I've learned is to not react. And so just take a moment, take a deep breath, step away from the situation as much as possible. Of course, that's easier when you receive an email as opposed to -to face-to-face, but the general principle remains the same. Just be quiet. (laughs) So just take a moment to be quiet, take a deep breath and pray and ask the Lord, Lord, I know you're trying to teach me through this and I want to honor you with my mouth in every situation. So I'm gonna trust that you're gonna bring to mind the words for me to say, and the correct way to be able to handle this situation, a way that brings honor and glory to you. So I wanna go back to the first proverb that I read, and that was in chapter four, verse 23, because this is one of my favorite verses. And I read this in my NIV translation, even though I typically study with it New King James. Because I like how this is worded, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. And so I think about that. I love that passage because this idea of guarding our heart, and how do we do that? Well, from years of experience, the Lord has taught me that the best way to guard my heart is to keep my mind and my focus on Him continually. And so I meditate on the word, even when I'm not reading the word, I'm meditating on it. I'm praying in the spirit. I'm keeping my mind on those things, just like we read in Philippians when Paul wrote in chapter 4 Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praiseworthy, Meditate on these things, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. We all know the scripture where Jesus spoke in Luke 6, 45, when he says, for out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. And so when our mouth speaks, we want it to be the overflow of God's word and God's truth rather than our flesh. And the way that we do that is to be continually dwelling and meditating on his word and things that are excellent and praiseworthy and kind. Because that, when we get squeezed or we get pushed or we get prodded or provoked, what's going to come out of our mouth? What's going to be the overflow of what we're putting in our hearts and minds and spirit, soul? So now coming back to my practical example of the person that sent the email, a critical email, the first thing I did was that I did not react. And I stepped away from my computer and I took a deep breath and I prayed and I asked the Lord to show me. I clearly recognized this as a teaching moment and an opportunity for me to respond in a way that brought honor and glory to him. And It actually, I didn't even respond that night at all because I just continued to pray in the spirit that night and just go to God. And I was in the word and I prayed and I thought I'm just going to sleep on this because at night, especially I'm not thinking as clearly. So I really wanted the night to be able to refresh myself and to wake up the next morning, especially after praying and allowing the Lord to work in my heart. And so I was able to wake up the next morning and it was just so cool because the Lord gave me a response that was so based on love. He helped me see this person through eyes of love and compassion. Because remember just because we perceive that something is a criticism or intended for harm, it may not actually have been the person's intent at all. I know I've said things before and people have come to me later and told me that they were hurt or offended by something I said and I didn't intend that at all. So that's the first thing I think we need to remember is that it's not always intended to hurt us or harm us or to be a criticism, but it doesn't really matter right because it's about how we receive that. And so in this example, I was able to see this person through the eyes of love and the Lord's eyes. And actually, I was able to respond in a way that brought healing and love and compassion to this person. And it was amazing to me as I sat back and looked at that email, because in the natural, there's no way I could have come up with this. It really was so counter to how the old man, the natural me would have responded. And so I just want to leave you with that bit of encouragement today. If you have a situation that you're not sure how to handle or you're feeling defensive, you're feeling like you want to fight back, just remember this example and remember to step back from the situation and ask God to give you new eyes to see this person in the way that he sees them and to help you to be able to respond in a way that brings life, hope and healing to this situation. In closing, I just wanna say that when I first became born again, I was 28 years old. And it was shortly after that, that I met a woman, a neighbor, And she was telling me about a Bible study that she was involved with. And there was this older woman in the group, in the study. I want to say she was in her 80s. And everyone in that Bible study revered and respected this woman because she was full of wisdom. And it was probably about that time when I heard that example that I started praying, Lord, let me be a wise woman. As I age, let me be that wise woman that is full of grace and mercy and compassion, because I had seen so many people in my life that as they grew older, instead of becoming wise and gracious, they became embittered and hard. And I never wanted that to happen in my life. And I can tell you that God has been faithful. And I see the evidence of that in my life. Of course, not saying that I've arrived, but just seeing these opportunities that he gives me to show me that I'm no longer reacting the way that I would have in my old nature. And that is the power of God in our lives. And we know that He's faithful. And when we pour out our hearts to Him and we seek Him through His Word, and we really want to live a life that honors and glorifies Him, He is faithful and He will see you through that. So be encouraged today, sister. And I hope this helps you to approach any difficult situation that you might have with grace and with compassion and the mercy and love of Jesus Christ.